0: Hey there, how are you? And welcome back to the Adulthood Revisited Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Kistin. Have you ever had a day where you're just so spent, just physically exhausted, mentally exhausted, emotionally taxed? I'm talking about overwhelm. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you just, I alluded to this in the intro episode, but uh, it just appears that like, you know, as I'm revisiting and thinking about every aspect of my life and how truly satisfied I am with how I'm performing in those areas or what my experience is in all of those areas. I realize increasingly like I feel overwhelmed. I've been experiencing overwhelm. Uh, just to set the table, for instance, yesterday I'll share with you what my day looked like and you know I, I, you tell me if you felt like I got a lot done, um, so woke up, walked my dog, usually that, that dog walk, let, let's break out the times actually. So usually my bathroom in the morning takes about 15 minutes, plus or minus, usually on the plus side, whatever. Crohn's disease, bathroom breaks are a little longer than normal. So let's call it 20 minutes. Then get my dog ready and get out the door. That takes about five minutes. Our walks are usually... 45 minutes to 55 minutes somewhere in that area, Uh, get back, shower, uh, eat some, I don't know, sugared cereal that's going to kill me in 20 years, Um, out the door, travel, had to go to court, court took me about, I don't know what, in total with travel time and whatnot, two hours, probably two to three hours, going to court, hanging out there. Um, You can't really do – the thing about court, and I'll let you know, share with you for a lot of the non-lawyer listeners out there, you think in a world where you're connected with the internet, you have smart – maybe you have your phone, uh, a tablet or a laptop, which I take with me everywhere. The thing is, though, it's hard to to focus when you've got all this stuff going on around you, and – you know, to the extent that, yeah, I want to connect to my documents on the cloud. And So as emails and phone calls come in, it's like I f- you feel a little helpless. Um, like someone, someone calls you and they think you have everything readily accessible to you. You're sitting down in court or wherever you may be. There's lots of conversations going on. It's a madhouse in court. And, you know, people just, well, can, can you just turn to this page real quick and look at this pair? Uh, it's not, not that simple, you know? And then Tough thing is, you have to sort of sit there. You can't really take phone conversations because they shush you every time you, you try to try to say something. You walk out the door, and if your case gets called, as it's, you know, things are getting conference, and you missed it, you get second called. Every lawyer out there knows this. You do not, unless you agree with your adversary that you will show up to be for second call, you do not want to be second called. Otherwise, you wasted an hour. Usually, calls work. First call will be at Second call is going to be at 10.30, 11 o'clock. You do not want to be second call, especially if your case is towards the end. So one of, let's say the plaintiff's name starts with the letter Z, you are screwed. Anyways, so you kind of got to sit in the courtroom. So a lot of time gets wasted. It's a hurry up and wait is a classic thing. That, anyways, I digress. So a lot of time spent in court. Uh, drive back, which takes about, let's say from courthouse to where I live to park my car half an hour, uh, hop on the train, get down to another court appearance that I had in the afternoon. Travel there takes about 45 minutes via train. Uh, so I get to the courthouse. My appearance was at 2:30, So I'm in court around one ish or so. Um, I stop by real quick to just grab something to eat or drink on as I'm walking to the court. Uh, cause I don't want to sit down and then have to like, as soon as I sit down, eat and then, Run out, get through security, and whatnot. So I'm in court. I make the mistake of like plugging into my email and like tr- and trying to. I find like a, a find a conference room lounge, and start and everything is like, how do I catch up with whatever it was a hundred emails, lots of fires, phone calls galore. Um, it was just overwhelming. And then I got this this hearing that I have with my client in there, thinking you know oh well. All we got is, and he's talking to me about this minutia of something that I had—I don't even—not relevant to today, and I don't think relevant ever. But you know, it's just so much over. And by the time I was done with it, you know, I got back on the train. I'm thinking, all right, do I have enough time to get to my office, which would take for again 45 minutes travel to on train to my car, then hop in my car. At that point, by the time I got off the train, it's like 3:45. Traffic. If you all live in New York City, you guys know this. Traffic on the Grand Central Parkway and the Van Wick going east and then southbound in the afternoon. it's I think the worst traffic exists on the BQE um, ever. I don't know why the BQE is the most poorly planned thoroughfare in all of the world. Uh, maybe not in the world, but New York City. And second is the afternoon drive on, on uh, the Grand Central Parkway and the, actually third. Cause Long Island, I don't know. If you Long Island listeners out there, y'all, y'all did very poor city planning. Those exits, you got like a 50 foot ramp to get off, which is crazy, and that backs up onto the, uh, the southern state. Anyways, I digress. It's a lot of traffic, so I figured by the time I get to my office, 4:45, I had something to do, uh, you know, in the evening. Plus, also, I don't. If I don't schedule a dog walker early in early in the day, it's kind of hard to get one. And I, last thing I need is my. Told you guys in episode one, like my girlfriend. Hates the fact that my apartment's unkempt. The last thing I need is for my dog to I come home and I just smell poop on the floor. Don't want that. That adds to stress. So anyways, I, I, have you ever had those kinds of days where it's like you don't have the time to think. You don't have the time to like breathe. It's your, your You find all when you audit your time, it's all been you – know, like yesterday for me, I, I, I got home. And I was spent, and I thought, what did I do today? I spent a lot of time on the train. I spent a lot of time in my car. I spent a lot of time sitting around, you know, like glancing at emails but unable to respond. And I felt helpless. I felt entirely overwhelmed. Um, And it's something that I'm struggling with. And it's something that I've kind of been struggling with for a while. Um, over. Now, the easy thing is, well, you can delegate, you can hire out. Well, I'm not in a position to hire out just yet um, when I examine my finances. And, you know, delegating, it's a tough thing too, just because I think a lot of the things that I'm, I'm dealing with, it's they would require me anyways. Like if I even I use a virtual assistant, there are things that have to come to me anyways. And um, so it doesn't really you know it doesn't really move it off of my plate so i'm just curious about you know what your experience is with overwhelm how does it make you feel because i'll tell you what yesterday i felt truly disempowered i felt really disempowered that you know i i went decided to go on my own 10 years ago to run, create a business that gives me the ability to to live the lifestyle that i want have the lifestyle that i want not just money wise but just experientially that I can take time when I need it. I can take clients when I want, and it is—it has been anything but that. It's been hustle, struggle, like swallowing pride, just and it, you know it feels like doing, getting into business for myself has been the exact opposite. Whereas if I if I had a nine to five, not not saying you, you just derelict duties, but you know you just have maybe you work in an environment where you're given tasks. Or, uh, you know, your your cabin to a certain, you have control in a certain realm, but it's limited to that realm. It's limited to uh, increasing conversions. It's limited to uh, reaching out to clients and and client satisfaction. It's when you've got to handle all of it. um, Finances, customer interfacing, uh, legal, uh, marketing, uh, you know, lunch for the day it consumes me. It, I don't know if for those of you who are listening, who are solo entrepreneurs running your own business. Uh, maybe you've been in business for a long time. Just I'm curious to how, how you've experienced overwhelm, how you've handled overwhelm and, and what have you done to sort of reduce overwhelm in your life? Because it's, it's a scary feeling for me. I'll be very honest with you. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not sure how to deal with it. I mean, Part of me wants to take a step back and maybe reduce the amount of cases, but then that has a direct impact on my income. Um, so, in terms of growing a business, if I'm taking less income in, I, I'm shooting myself in the foot because I want to have the income to hire someone. And um, so, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm just curious to like strategies to deal with overwhelm, um, especially if you're a solopreneur. I'm very curious about that where your budgets are tight and you're trying to bootstrap everything. Uh, in your business to grow Uh, because it's, it it can be very frustrating. It can be very lonely. Um, You know, even if you want (laughs) to, I was thinking yesterday on the train ride, man, I'd really love to talk to someone, but I, and I looked around and everyone's, you know, kind of in their phones, kind of in their own world. And I'm thinking, even if, even if there was a good Samaritan, even if there was one of those people on train, like, the Jesus preachers, Jesus is ah, are you burning or or you know, the, the quartet the dudes that are doing flips, even if they were to approach you, man, and say, Hey, can I get a dollar or do you want to smile in conversation? I don't even know what I would say to them because I was so overwhelmed. And overwhelm takes its toll on I mean, you. Like I, I you know, I got home last night and there were there were things that I want to do to work on my business and marketing, maybe this podcast, and I just – I felt paralyzed. For me, overwhelm is experiences as paralyzation. And so I'm curious to know what you think about that. Am I, am I creating something that doesn't exist? Am I being dramatic about it? I'd love to know your thoughts um, with respect to overwhelm. So with that, I'll cut this, this episode here. Uh, to the extent that you haven't already, I'd love it for you. If you can share this podcast, more importantly, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, I'm lining up some pretty interesting conversations in the near future. Some of them uh, will be tackling uh, parenthood. Some of them will be tackling um, – one, one conversation that I'm really looking forward to is the <laughs> – this is actually very funny because uh, my friends and I have, have had this discussion several times – why one of my friends refuses to play weekend softball? That's going to be a very, a very fun, a very lit conversation. So stay tuned for that. Again, y'all, subscribe, share the podcast. I really, really appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk, uh, to share with me um, as as I talk to you about some things that are challenging for me. Uh, maybe they're challenging for you. And let's get uncomfortable and grow in this. Uh, I'll see you in the next episode. Take care.